0: Despite what I've just said about being lean-back content, we've also got some lean-forward content for you. Uh, Today marks the official unveiling of the new edition of Kit Talk. If you're into demolition equipment, Kit Talk is the magazine for you. Um, All you need to do is go to demolitionnews.com. It's the top story on on the page at the moment. Uh, And it's called Kit Talk. Uh, There's some really good articles in there, some absolutely fantastic new equipment. So please go check it out. Check it out at (laughs) www.demolitionnews.com. I've been writing about construction and demolition for about 30 years. In fact, this is my 30th year as a professional journalist. Now, back in the day, um, late 80s, probably about 1986, 87, I was working for a magazine called Contract Journal. And I was invited to go to the theme park at Alton Towers uh, to see the unveiling of their new monorail, which didn't sound particularly interesting, apart from the fact that the opening was going to be handled by William Shatner, um, Star Trek's Captain James T. Kirk. So as a sci-fi fan and somebody who grew up with Star Trek, obviously I was keen to attend. So I popped along, um, turned up at the appointed time, was handed a, a lanyard with a red name tag on it, and sent into a room where we were given a briefing. Now that briefing mentioned the fact that William Shatner had very specific ways of dealing with the press, he didn't like crowds, Uh, he would only take certain questions and that kind of thing. And I must admit, there was a point that I thought that William Shatner, rather than being my TV hero, was a bit of a diva. Well, that turned out to be completely wrong. Um, When he arrived, he was nothing but charming, he was funny, entertaining, and really entered into the spirit. Really nice guy. Well, anyway, the monorail was officially opened, he cut the ribbon, and then we took a spin on it with him as pilot presumably, um, and he was giving us a voiceover of what the monorail was designed to do, where it went and that kind of thing. So it was a a couple of minutes journey and then we went back to uh, the starting point and we were all loaded onto a mini train and taken off up into the hills above the Orton Towers theme park for lunch. So I took the opportunity, put, put my coat on the back of a chair, went off to wash my hands before lunch, came back and found myself sat next to uh, the Lord Mayor of the local area, Uh, I had the Police Commissioner of the local area on my table, Uh, William Shatner himself was a few spaces away as well, Um, and it was then that I realised that I seemed to be the only person wearing a red name tag, everybody else seemed to be wearing a gold one, but being young and fairly naive I didn't think too much about it, had lunch, had a really nice time. I had a good chat with William Shatner about well, Star Trek, obviously, about the movies, also about TJ Hooker, which I was less of a fan of. Um, but yeah, a really good day. Anyway, uh, an hour or two later, the, the train, mini train arrived and we were all taken back to our starting point. When I got off the train, I was met by a bunch of press all wearing the same badges as me. And they seemed confused that I'd just come back with the VIPs. So I said, Well, you know, where, where have you guys been? It turns out they'd been taken off to a very low-key cafeteria and been given a few sausage rolls and some dog-eared sandwiches and some warm orange juice for lunch, while I'd enjoyed a four-course lunch with a major Hollywood star, purely by accident. Um, So that's my story of how I had an accidental lunch with Captain James T. Kirk. Thanks for listening. I'm recording this on the morning of Monday, the 7th of August, um, and a quick update. Tomorrow I am scheduled to see um, the Transport Minister, Chris Grayling, who happens to be my local Member of Parliament. Um, I'm off to see him to talk about this growing problem of urban exploration. Um, For those that don't follow Demolition News as closely as I do, which is most people, um, we've had a, a real spike in the number of incursions into UK demolition sites and construction sites by uh, predominantly young males, um, YouTubers and Instagram people, basically seeking internet fame by getting themselves up to the top of disused buildings or incomplete buildings and taking a photograph of themselves against... Um, the skyline behind and we've already had one death uh, a very unfortunate case of a 14 year old boy up in the Leeds area Um, and I fear this won't be the last so I've I've reached out to uh, Chris Grayling um, and he very politely has accepted the meeting Uh, I'll be able to update you more after that meeting tomorrow Um, but just wanted to let you know that that's what we're doing it is a cause that does require uh, the the industry to get behind it so if you have experienced uh, this kind of incursion uh, urban explorers, getting onto your site, we'd love to hear from you because because the more evidence that we can present to uh, the likes of Chris Grayling and other MPs, hopefully the sooner we can get something done about it because ultimately, yes, everybody will say that sites, sites need to be more secure and yes, maybe they do, but demolition companies should not be expected to bear the, the brunt of the cost because of the stupidity of a few people trying to become internet famous so keep in touch, let us know your experience of urban exploration and site incursions and as I say we're going to, we're going to be taking this forward to a, a key member of parliament um, and we'll keep you posted tomorrow thanks for listening In March 2017 the Lord Chancellor amended the Elkton rate of discount which is used to calculate compensation awards following an injury according to insurer Allianz If a 30-year-old man earning £25,000 a year was seriously injured and required nursing care for the rest of his life, the new calculation rate would increase his compensation from £2.8 million to a staggering £6.3 million. Needless to say, that change had a huge impact both upon the insurance industry and, more importantly, on the demolition industry. The insurance industry greeted this news with outrage and forced the government to consult further on the planned change. The findings of that consultation were supposed to be presented on Thursday last week, but they've been delayed. Demolition companies have already seen a significant hike in their annual premiums as insurance companies seek to offset the likely additional costs. While that consultation process continues, there is very little hope for a reduction in insurance premiums. We will be following this story as it develops on DemolitionNews.com, but we'd love to hear what you have to say.